Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Hey, I got a message for you here on Alex Garrett Podcasting before we start. New York, New Jersey. We're still in a pandemic. We still got raising rates, and, and I think complacency is a big part of that. And I'm, I'm very tired of, of hearing about how complacent we've become, that we're still in the four-point-something percent range in, in you know, hospitalities here, hospitalizations here. Like, it shouldn't be that way. A year later, we should be fighting this. I know that now 30 and over can get vaccinations, but please have patience to get through this. Uh, I, I know patience is very tough a year in. But it's very vital. And look who I have my, on my line right now. Uh, to get to 100-plus episodes, it probably took him a lot of patience. From the Zero to Hero podcast, Chris Anderson. We've been Facebook buddies for a while now, but I finally get you on. I'm revved up to have you today. Hey, well, hey, thanks for having me, Alex. Uh, patience is a virtue, is it not? I mean, you've got there to 100-plus episodes now. That took a lot of patience, so I'm sure that kind of wisdom can be implored in this pandemic to still be patient with this, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you're starting a podcast or you're starting a business, anything like that, you have to think long-term. You can't be thinking about a month, six months down the road. It's got to be longer than that, and with that comes uh, learning a lot of patience, just from my perspective. So I can tell you uh, firsthand that you're going to have to uh, yeah, you're going to have to learn patience for sure. And would you say through this pandemic, Zero to Hero has been able to be there for people literally in need uh, and you'd bring on certain people? That's one of the functions of your podcast so far. Well, yeah. So my podcast is Pencil Leadership um, and my, my my programs are through the Zero Podcast Hero program underneath that. So, um, yeah, it's taken, I mean, it's just taken the dirty rep, you know, put it in what it takes to grow, connect with people and bring value. And so it, it didn't happen overnight, obviously. And, uh, it's continuing to grow and it, you just have to, I mean, that's why you think long-term, uh, I'm, I'm always going to be wanting to improve and to, uh, just up the amount of people that I'm helping. And so with that comes a lot of patience. I know that you have the pencil leadership, so delve into that a little bit. I mean, it's, it's a great project you guys are doing, but tell me more about it. Yeah, so that's what started it all. That was my podcast. I started in 2019 um, and, and also LLC the business, um, basically to just spread the message, help people, help entrepreneurs, help podcasters live into their full, full potential uh, because I believe everyone's created with a purpose um, to leave a positive mark in the world. And so through Pencil Leadership, just trying to kind of show people how they can do that, teach them, guide them, uh, which then turned me or directed me into focusing uh, solely on podcasters because I loved the platform. I loved what it was able to do, what it was able to do for me in, in a fairly short amount of time. Um, and I knew that I could, I could help a lot of other people do what I did. Um, and so that's kind of how Zero to Podcast Zero grew as far as the monetization and the business aspect came. You know, one thing that you've been able to do is keep us all in, on our toes in that in that group. What I mean by that is <laughs> you challenge us. Hey, did you get your checklist done? I mean, I know you were blown out of the water that I, on this podcast I compared you to Tom Brady. But look, that guy has a, <laughs> a checklist to win seven Super Bowls. We have a checklist to grow this podcast. So how vital is it to share that knowledge with those in the community? I feel like you probably feel good after putting those po kind of posts out, don't you? 
Yeah, I, I, anything that I can do to kind of add value and help people just benefit themselves, like growing themselves. And, and the messages I get and when people like you out share, like share things like that, like one, so humbling. And I'm so grateful uh, that people are taking um, what I put out there and running with it and seeing results and um, getting the benefit of it, even outside of my paid programs, like just the free stuff I put out there, like, I'm so, so thankful that people do that and are involved and implement that because uh, that's really what it's all about. And like I said, we, we all have the possibility and the potential to make and leave such a positive mark on the world. Um, and so I just want to hopefully do my part in helping others do that. And I think you're doing a darker job of it. I'm sure you're getting feedback, as you say, from that group. And and you're very good at social media and socializing. I mean, you you recruit a lot of people for that group, but... I feel like you've got some standards that meet that you have to meet to invite someone into your Zero Hero podcast group. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, it starts obviously having a podcast um, and, and a podcast that you are doing to make a difference somehow, whether it be just bringing humor through comedy or, or bringing uh, something someone can listen to just to get away from maybe their hectic life. So you're trying to help them kind of with the mental health side of things, even without really noticing you are. Um, so we want people who have a purpose and who want to help others. We, we try to steer away some people that, um, might just bring negativity and might be there for the wrong reasons. Um, but we don't do that as often, uh, just because obviously we can't prejudge too much with that. So, but yeah, we want, we want podcasters who want to make a difference, who want their show to, provide financially for them so we can help guide them by growing and monetizing uh, their shows. And uh, does that mean pencil leadership does, you know, if there's a podcaster out there listening, does sponsorships or what, what, how does that work? That hand in hand connection? Yeah, so for sure. So there's different avenues. The biggest ones you're going to hear about are sponsorships, affiliate marketing, and then uh, uh, programs, memberships, things like that. Uh, pencil leadership, we use affiliate marketing um, with that. And then our programs and courses. So obviously, pencil leadership it, it filters down into the the Facebook group um, to do that. I, I I really like the program and courses because unless you have a big audience or you've got a really big audience, kind of like sponsors affiliate marketing, you're not going to see a lot of benefit from right away until you have enough people kind of going through those links. Uh, I like those. I like affiliate marketing because they are evergreen and they'll stay on those episodes when you share. Um, but as far as the programs courses, one, you're, you're bringing some sort of knowledge to help a certain target of people with your programs and courses. And on top of that, you can obviously, um, the investment for those are a little bit higher than, um, one in affiliate marketing, uh, what you would get from affiliate marketing. So you can be able to scale and grow quicker with that. You know, uh, and you mentioned webisodes, we'll get to your Facebook lives in a minute, but as you're talking, I just think about those that are struggling with their podcast, right? Those that are like, how do I get this off the ground? How do I keep pushing? I, I mean, I think we both yeah. have been this. I've been doing this for eight years. You've been doing this for a while, too. We have had those ups and downs. Yet, just knowing this, these platforms have a purpose, that's what, we, that's what you try and instill in the podcasters in the group, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, there are a lot of people that just kind of go at it, which I, I applaud them for, for just kind of going and starting. Um, but without the direction, without seeking help from people who've done it, people who have the experience, people get the results. Like even myself, like I still seek higher people higher than me and uh, uh, levels above me 
to continue to learn and grow because I want to facilitate that down to people who are just starting out and who are, who are not kind of getting the traction they want. So it's an ongoing thing. I'm always going to be learning from someone else. And so that's why I want to facilitate them, facilitate in the group and just give freely in there. Um, and those who are ready for the program, great. They'll come when needed. But I just wanted it to be a place that people could get some footholds and get some, some growth going for, for nothing. So. And I feel like it's been changed. Like I do see some people saying, yeah, this has really helped out. I, I see that, and I see the growth from just regular posters as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, that, again, like I said, that's kind of the, the cool thing when people do mention stuff like that. And uh, not that I like I'm asking for, but it's always it's always nice to see that and uh, get feedback like that for sure. All right, Zero to Hero, I got to say, I, I think of that Hercules song in the Disney show because that was something. And I'm like, I wonder if, if that played a role at all. I, I don't know, but it just it had that similar tone. I'm like, huh, I wonder if that's sort of like your inspiration to go from there. I mean, you're in Indiana, and obviously you're the right. brainchild of all this. And you were never a zero, I'm sure, but this probably um, has helped you get more involved, I mean, in the community, no? Yeah, I would say, I mean, I, I would say I started out at a zero for sure. Um, I'm I'm no guru. I'm no, nothing special. I'm just an ordinary guy from the cornfield of Indiana. And, um, you know, I just I just had a vision. I had a dream. I had something I wanted to accomplish with this show and uh, something bigger than myself. And, and so that's what I started out going after. And um, so like I said, it started in 2019, November 2019. April 2020, I quit my job full time to go uh, full head of – full steam ahead into entrepreneurship in the podcasting business. And um, thankfully it's been growing since and um, I mean, that would help a lot of people, but uh, yeah, I, was, that, that, I started like anybody else. Uh, before that I was an athletic trainer. Uh, so I helped athletes just stay healthy, get back to, to normal once they got injured and things like that. Well, that is a real work. I mean, I, and you know, it's funny, your state <laughs> is hosting March Madness right now. So I'm sure being right. in sports, you're really following it. Yeah, you know, the funny thing is, I think uh, I just kind of got tired of sports. I, I don't necessarily watch a whole lot of sports. Last week, I watched two March Madness games, and I think that's the most sports I watched for the last maybe year. Um, I watched the Super Bowl, I guess, this year. I can't lie on that one. Uh, but, yeah, I honestly, I spread my time. I prioritize my time in certain ways, and um, not that it makes me above or better than anybody else. I just – Sports and TV and stuff like that just aren't high on, on what my time gets prioritized for. Which is crazy because I feel the same way. I thought I would be living and breathing. When I was like in my teens, I'm like, I can watch <laughs> this forever. And then it's like, well, I guess I'm not going to watch this forever. So it's interesting. Right. By the way, one quick note here. Uh, Big Apple will have a connection with Indiana University. Hoosiers hiring Mike Woodson. Very good hire for them. So we'll have to see uh, if they can make that move into the March Madness next year with Woodson. We'll have to find that out. Uh, now, Chris, you are from Indiana, but you do also have these webisodes. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah. So, um, and you go Facebook Live, I believe, almost every day now. I've noticed. Yeah, I go quite a bit. I want to say every day. Um, I, I go for sure every Thursday in the group, and I do some other ones uh, when I record my podcast episodes for Pencil Leadership sporadically because I don't want to overwhelm. But um, I also am getting more into Clubhouse. I've got the next three days scheduled out to have a room in there through my club, Zero Podcast Zero Club on Clubhouse. So if you guys are looking to, to be in a club for podcasting and, and learn how to do all that, that's there for you. Um, but yeah, I just really, I, I want to get out there. I want to get in front of people and be able to 
just, you know, help in whatever way, bring topics, talk about certain things that they might need help with. And, um, yeah, so, so that's just kind of, I enjoy doing it. I enjoy getting the feedback and answering questions on the spot. And so, um, yeah, I enjoy doing them for sure. And, uh, and why not? And the feedback, I mean, whenever you do a live and you see people reacting, that's always a fun thing too. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Well, Chris, you are with the Pencil Leadership. You have the Zero to Hero podcast. And for those who, who know you, but don't know you, tell us a little bit more about your story because I feel like you're so motivated every day you're in there. What drives that motivation? Yeah, really, it's just the the end goal, that big kind of driving factor that I want to do. I want to have a, a huge impact in the podcasting world, uh, not for myself, not to get my name out there, not to continue to, pro- to provide the life that I want to live, but really because knowing that if I do that, there are going to be so many podcasters that their lives are going to be changed. Um through through their show, through the financial benefit it will bring them so they can then uh, live their life. Because as I scale my business, I'm going to be able to help families by paying individuals to do to do some be a part of my team so I get to pay them. And so I'm going to be making an impact there. Uh, that, there's a lot that goes to it, but just that big picture of, of really making a difference in a lot of people's lives through podcasting is kind of my driving my driving factor. Well, let me ask you, because I feel like you're a bridge gapper, and I, I have pounded this home a little bit the last couple of days. Bridge gappers don't really make it in media because there's that division. So let me ask you, how, how big is the podcast community to bridge that divide if no one else is going to do it? That's a good question. Um, you know, I think all we can really do is to do our best with, with good intention and I think, um, other than that, I mean, we, the outcome, whatever comes, it comes. I mean, we can't make anything happen. We can't dictate the future. All we can do is is go after the goal, the dream, to make a positive impact, and kind of let the cards come as they may, and just see what happens. But I think if we do that, and I think we we really start adding value, bringing value to people, and truly making a difference. Um, I think a bridge will start to be built. And I, I, I love it. I love bringing bridge builders on this podcast. I think that's that's what's needed. Because as I mentioned in my column on WordPress, it's self-published, but it's, still, it, it's nice to get these thoughts out there because it's in my brain. And as you know, when it's in your brain, you just want to get it out in the public somehow, right? And so uh, yeah. the, the bridge builders really are not put on mainstream media to like a Sunday when no one's really watching. And I'm like, no, it's got to be put on there every day and someone's got to highlight them. Yeah, I think the more we can get it out there, the better for sure. Well, let's talk about adapting the brand because I feel like there could be some people afraid to like change up their brand or change it up because they don't know how that change is going to be doing. But wouldn't you say adapting the brand to something even better is worth it, even if they're nervous at first? Yeah, I think it, it just has to connect with, like I said, that ultimate vision, that ultimate goal that you have. Who do you truly want to help in the future and why and how? and then start to, to build that brand around that um, and just be super specific about it. Um, just super specific on who you want to help and how you want to help them. And, and then, yeah, just take action. That's the biggest thing. A lot of people plan and, and learn and, and 
take intake all this information, but they're not taking action. And that's why I, I love, I think the biggest thing about our programs is just the accountability uh, that we have for, for the podcasters to get them to take action so they can really start seeing results. And uh, I think that's the key to it is, is decide, make a decision and then act. You know, Chris, as you're talking, I'm just thinking that if people really have that vision, then they can actually monetize it. They can really sell it because a business wants to know that you are in it to win it and that they're you're worth mm-hmm. investing in. Right. Yeah, for sure. And so uh, tell us a couple of success stories like you found that, yeah, they've utilized Pencil Leadership. They've listened to the podcast and now they're on their own mm-hmm. way here. Yeah, I, I think one of my... Uh, multiple, but I think one of my favorites is someone who, who just, that I was able to help for free and they took some of my tips and advice to tweak some things in their show. And they came back to me like a couple of days later, uh, super just pumped. And they were like, I, I did what you told me. I did. I did those little tweaks and I had 50 more people, 50 new downloads on my most recent episode, just from doing those couple of things. I said, that's awesome. Like, that's so cool. Uh, that was probably the one that really stands out. There's been so many though that like they just have the biggest thing I love seeing is because again, going back to pencil leadership and, and our true potential that we were created for is when people finally like their eyes open and like, Oh my gosh, like you've helped me realize like I can do this. Like I was so scared to do this and you helped me see that it was possible and you helped me get it figured out and you helped me, just see my potential and, and get this kind of confidence going forward and uh, start making changes in my life through the podcast. And those, those, all those moments, they're all the top for me because it's just, it just correlates back to what I do and leaving a positive mark and helping people see that they can do the same thing uh, by living into their true full potential. Chris, I got to say, you know, we creatives are very stubborn people as you probably know. And so, <laughs> What's it mean for you to be a source that people actually listen to, that they may be creative, but they're willing to tweak and listen to someone? Because I I don't know. I feel like it's hard to come by when you're doing your own thing and you're like, no, I can do this. And then you're like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> there is help out there and I'm going to take it. But you're the help. Yeah. And, and so that's got to mean a lot, too. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's really humbling. It really is, um, because I know that that's a lot for people to put their trust and, and listen and um, take action on what someone else is telling you to do. And so I, I don't take it lightly. I, again, it's just super humbling that uh, I'm able to do that for people and, and see them grow and help them get results. And uh, it's, and it goes back to, to like when I started, uh, that's one thing I had to really realize was I've got to put my ego aside. I got to put myself aside and I've got to seek, I've got to seek guidance. I've got to seek help, wisdom from people who've been there because I don't want it to take as long uh, as it will if I try to do it on my own. And so, I mean, that's the first trait of pencil leadership is that you have to be uh, guided and held by someone else to leave a positive mark as a pencil. And so we have to do the same thing. We have to look to those who've been before us and who have done it and are at levels that we want to get to. Well, you know, and I was I was just thinking uh, this podcast, I want to do more adapting and more uh, people involved with the adapting. But I feel like I'm stuck. Per- like if I could just open up to you for a second, I feel like I'm a bit stuck that, Mm. Yeah, I I I want to highlight adapting, but the stories will come in. It just now I got to get the companies involved, and it just I don't know for for a certain brand. How do you de- balance the stories with the actual action? That's kind of what I'm I'm looking for now. Hmm. 
So, uh, yeah, would you kind of go more into that for me? Well, so I, I, I feel like I bring on people who are adapting to their life. But now it's like I want the businesses to come on and say how they help adapt, and I haven't been able to reach out. So mm-hmm. if I were to talk to you in a regular session, how would you say don't be afraid to reach out? Yeah, so so you're looking – You should, right now you bring an individual, but you want to get people with businesses to show how they've adapted within their business. Am and I hearing that correctly? Well, and also helped other people adapt to sort of their physical okay. needs. I mean that's kind of a, a goal is to get this like a hub of adapting. Gotcha. Well, yeah, the big thing is just kind of finding those businesses, those people with those messages that are doing that, what you want to highlight and, and reach out, start building that relationship with them. Um, if it's on social media, share their content and tag them in those posts, uh, just basically giving them praise and getting them out there into your audience, not asking for anything, just continuing to build them up, getting connected with them. And, and eventually extending the offer because you both have like, like-minded like audiences or you're, you have the same audiences looking to do the same thing. Uh, you would love to have them on your show to get more eyes on what they're doing through your audience um, and then be able to have them utilize your show as maybe marketing or, or something like that through the content that you could provide for it. So uh, really just have connecting and building those relationships with those businesses and then extending the offer to them. Chris, you know, there's thousands of podcasts out there now. I feel like there's more than 700,000, I think they've said at one point. Uh, mm-hmm. How do you help people make their brand stand out from the rest? How do they, and I feel like you do it with an approach of not like, oh, well, I've been doing this for years, so you should listen to me. You do it more with a relaxed sort of like a nurturing approach, but there is something mm-hmm. to making sure your brand stands out in 700,000 podcasts. So how do you advise that? Yeah, you got to be authentic. You got to be yourself. Um, that's what you got. You, you just have to be you as a podcaster and bring that to everything you do because people are going to resonate to you. You might not get everybody, but there's what, like 8 8 billion people in the world or whatever. Um, so just being yourself, being authentic and just giving, uh, more than you're asking. Uh, so I want to make sure I'm giving each week, uh, so, so much more than however many times I'm asking, um, for someone to buy a program or to be in a program uh, because I want to give way, way more um, to, one, just nurture those people and eventually just have them basically be asking for the program themselves. And so um, you've just got to be yourself. You've got to get out there. You've got to do things that you don't want to do, like being on camera um, so people can know you, see you, build that like, know, and trust factor. And um, you, you stand out by – being yourself, being unique, using your uniqueness and what makes you different as a strength. Um, and, and you'll have people resonate towards that. Uh, Chris, I've got to ask you this because I feel like there are so many who want to be, uh, I don't know, who go to mentors and maybe hit a brick wall. Maybe you've wanted to go to someone else to help them to see how they can help you grow and you kind of hit a brick wall with them. That's why you did this on your own. But I'm sure that in building these leaders, you're not afraid to see them become leaders as well. So on the other side, approach matters when you want to be that leader, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I you know, if people got to the point and uh, outgrew me, quote unquote, or they succeeded past me as far as like audience size or monetization, whatever, Knowing that I had a part and helped them, that's great. Like, I hope that happens. 
because they're going to, they're going to be able to do so much more with that. And so you just have to approach it. You have to detach yourself from the result um, of them becoming a listener of them becoming a part of your community of them buying a program of them, whatever it is, just detach yourself from that and don't hold any, don't let that have, have any weight on your emotions and your kind of your feelings. Just do it to do it, to help uh, those that take that in and then just kind of let the results speak for themselves. And uh, do you ever find yourself in a situation where like, why didn't you listen to me? Do you have you ever asked uh, someone that like, you know, you, I don't know how to say that, but do you ever find yourself in a place where someone's not listening and you want them to, but it's tough to get through to them? Yeah. I mean, I think you always have that. You you have people who are are at different phases. I was the same way when I was starting out, when I was seeking help, I was like, Oh, okay, whatever. And I'm sure the people trying to help me were like, Oh, I wish you would just listen. Cause you know, you would get over those hurdles a lot faster. But I mean, when you come to those type of things, again, it's just detaching. It's, it's, almost having empathy, like, ah, okay. Yeah. Like I, I remember I was there. I, I wish you'd listen because it could help you, but I, I'm not going to push it. Um, and, and just kind of being compassionate, being empathetic about it, understanding, uh, it's just a process people have to go through sometimes. Uh, and then kind of, kind of redirecting it to towards yourself. Like, okay, if they're not wanting my advice or if they're not going to implement it, did I go about it the right way? Did I build enough trust? Did I, give enough value first freely um, that then they are going to be trusting and and wanting to implement what I tell them. So then it kind of turns back on myself again, like, okay, what can I do better to give more, to build more trust and build that like no trust factor um, better. So they're going to hopefully take what I say then and, and have results from it. Well, that's, that's the ultimate goal. Hey, where Chris Anderson, where can people find you? What's your contact info? What's the best way to get in touch? Yeah, uh, if you're a podcaster, I'd love to have you in the Zero to Podcast Hero Facebook group um, where we, we basically just share ways you can launch, grow, and monetize your show. Um, other than that, Instagram uh, at chris.t.anderson is my main profile, and I just recently created two more uh, for my podcast and for my programs that you can get linked through my bio there. But, uh, yeah, the Facebook group is Zero to Podcast Hero. Um, my Instagram at chris.t.anderson. And of course, you can listen to my show, Pencil Leadership, and uh, let me know what you think. Uh, we will definitely tune to that. So, chris.t.anderson, uh, thanks for joining me. And yes, that podcast group is so worth it in Facebook. Uh, I know that you reach out to me, but if those that want to reach out to you uh, or the group, how do they find it? Just a simple search? or Yeah, you can go to Facebook and just search uh, Zero Podcast Zero Program. Uh, and it should pop up there in the in the search. And it's helped a lot of people. I, I've seen it, and they're just a, a cool group to get a, to to get to know. Uh, and they're very interactive. I don't know if you noticed, but people like your comments on there. I love that. It's just like they, they take the time to like an advice you might have, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoy having the community and just watching it grow and, and people interact for sure. And come back here and let us know how we can help you guys grow as well at the Pencil Leadership. I'd love to have you back. Absolutely. Chris, thanks so much, man. No problem, Alex. Thanks for having me. I'm Alex Garrett, where we're always adapting. Talk to you soon.